WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina. And I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kane Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The monitor edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard. And Jim Reed. And Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam. And greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Edda is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Caps. For the nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF. Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yep, now in our uh, 39th year, 79th basically, because John Harris start, really started the show. We're just kind of, uh, uh, we reorganized. <laughs> In 1985, and you know, made it a little longer, and and uh, start taking phone calls. That's about it. And you know, we three hours now, but it's it's basically the Tar Heel Gardener. We just didn't want to take that name. We we couldn't be the Tar Heel Gardener. John Harris was, and that was the thought back then in in '85. But uh, the show is 79 years old, and WPTF is 100 years old this year. Kind of October-ish, so yeah, a lot of a lot of big times. We had we were fortunate to um, interview Mario Dell 
um, about six weeks before he passed away. Sat right here. Sat right here. Because he had, he had, when we came over to Highwoods in 87, this is the studio that uh, Mari worked out of, and he sat in this this position here, this side of the, the big old table. And we, uh, by phone, we uh, interviewed Charlie Gaddy and Carl Venters, who are both in their 90s. Carl Venters was the president of Durham Light Broadcasting and started WQDR in 1972, and uh, WPTF-TV, and, and uh, did a lot of other things, um, and you know, built a, his own empire later. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's both doing they're both doing well it was just such a delight to char- talk to charlie gaddy again because uh, charlie is is just he's truly a nice guy he just he's just a nice person and he is so humble and but so talented my gosh you know he came here with really in 1960 with really no experience he had worked as a page at nbc in washington and the only airtime he got was when they had a strike of the the voiceover guys, the the guys who would uh, give the IDs mm-hmm. down the line, and uh, Charlie filled in for during the summer, and then he was without a job unless he wanted to go back to being a page. Mm-hmm. So he applied. He applied around and, and found a job. He'd listened to WPTF as a child and. So uh, he got the job. He came in and they, he got the job, even though he didn't have any experience. Mm. But wow. so he and and basically I didn't I didn't have any when I came here I didn't have any commercial experience. I had worked at WKNC. So from that standpoint, Charlie and I uh, both really lucked out. But Charlie Charlie really evolved into one of the greatest TV anchors has ever been, mm. network or otherwise, as far as I'm concerned. <clears throat> but he's so nice. And uh, Reese Edwards, who uh, was a, a renaissance guy, he could do most anything. And uh, he, we, we got to interview him. He's in his 80s, and he, he came in, drove in, and, and uh, we interviewed him. We, there are a few left. Um, most of those guys that you hear on, on that montage are, are gone. But, uh, you know, they won't, they won't leave my memory. I'll tell you that. I worked with a lot of them. Uh, and and heard stories about others. I feel like I worked with Bill Jackson, even though he died the year before I came here. So he died uh, during the fiftieth anniversary, mm-hmm. the year of the fiftieth fiftieth anniversary of WPTF. So, yeah, quite a radio station, really is. So I'm thankful to have been here forty nine years so far. I'm making it at fifty, then I can relax. <laughs> A little bit. No, I can't relax. I don't think I'll ever be able to relax. Yeah, yeah, too hyped up. Like Phil. Yeah. Phil's got to Phil's gotta move. You got to, that's right. Got to Gotta keep moving. Brother Rufus, you are, you still all right? Well, I, I'm just sitting here thinking about Mike Rayleigh retiring. Now, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, I. That, 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 that'd be about like coming a grasshopper not to hop. <laughs> yeah, but every, every. Uh, Monday through Friday at three o'clock in the morning, when I'm trying to get out of bed, I said, "What are you doing this for?" But I don't know what else I do. I've said it so many times. I really don't know what else I do. But yeah, there'll, there'll come a time when I have to cut back some. Well, I thought about you when I had to get up early uh, Friday morning to come to the hospital for this surgery, 
that was at five o'clock. Yeah. And I thought, well, my God, uh, that that was late for Mike. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm moving out by five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, that that was late for Mike. Yeah, but you know, it's it's really never easy to get if you're. If you're relaxed and sleeping, it's never never really easy to get up, no matter what time time you do it. Uh, but uh, yeah, three o'clock is just not normal. But people in broadcasting are not normal. <laughs> Let's face it, crazy people. Uh, so how's that uh, how's that bovine bovine uh, valve working, Rufus? Well, we're <clears throat> we're walking around the side of the mountain with two legs shorter than the other one. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Just like uh, Melissa has, has always told me, you, you, yeah. in the mountains, the, the the cattle have shorter legs on one side than the other. Now, when I start getting milk, that's another different thing. <laughs> well, let me let me know, Captain, if that that happens. I'll have to avoid. Well, we always used to dread it when the uh, cattle would get in into the uh, Johnson grass. Yeah, to give milk milk a foul taste. Right. Mm. Yeah, that Johnson grass. Mm. So, uh, but you're doing all right. You're feeling good. You sound good. Well, I, I am. I, I'm going to take it easy, as I said. Yeah, you got to. And, uh, uh, you know, when you get a a new heart part, you're you're very blessed that something happened as well as it did. I know. I have to admit that I was a scaredy cat before I came in. But well, who wouldn't be? That's right. And Radio Land has been through some very, very serious, serious. This is serious. Anytime you mess with your heart, <clears throat> but thank goodness I didn't have to have open heart surgery where right. they switch you open. Yeah. So. Yeah, that would take a long take, time to get over. Take care of yourself. If you if you suddenly start having uh, being, being real tired, uh, say if you've, you've been used to walking a block and not stopping yeah. and you know, you're getting tired, go have it checked because if, if, if you save you a lot of trouble in the future, like, like mine, uh, we got to do it the easier way rather than the hard way for yeah. open heart surgery. That's right. Well, we're thankful. We're really happy that you're on the show with us this morning. So, uh, Miss Monica is uh, with us. Monica, how are you? Good morning. Good. How are you? Yeah. So, did you know that uh, Rufus was going to have have this surgery? I didn't until this morning, and I've heard you all talking about it. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that he's doing good. Yeah, he's doing fine. Can we, uh, Rufus? You want us to slip in a, a Rufus dog into the hospital, or I mean, a, a trail of onions might be a little obvious. <laughs> well, Thursday night I had I had one of those hot dogs that the folks sent sent home with me. They they had wanted me to try the Monica something they call the Habashi Steak Special. Now yeah. it was really something last Saturday. Ooh, it I had was really something. Yes, they and told they me that you tried hot it. Dog in it. Yeah, uh, I bought you steak. So what? Uh, tell us what's on that. One of you. Well, uh, it, it's got a, it's got a, there's kind of, 
it's, it's steak, it's sirloin steak cut up in little little pieces, sort of shaved. And then they had plenty of, of stir-fried vegetables with it. Mm. That, that's what I like. And they had a, a sauce that would be like a hot and sour or, or soy. And it, it was quite a meal. I took it home uh, and finished and, and had a, they had an extra Rufus dog chucked in there. So <laughs> Thursday night before I left on Friday to have my heart operated on, <laughs> I, had, I had the hibachi steak and the hot dog. And so uh, Friday, Friday morning when you on the operating table, they said, man, onion breath. Oh, me. Well, we're thankful. So, Miss Monica, what do y'all got out there besides Rufus dogs? Well, lots of good stuff. And while we're talking about that, I actually had the hibachi chicken yesterday, and the grill's going to be featuring that for the month of um, February. They mm. told me, so you can come out and try that. And it was really good. Um, they always do a good job with all of their their food there. And of course, we have the State Farmers Market restaurant, and everybody knows how delicious it is. Their homemade biscuits and daily lunch specials, and they do serve breakfast all day as well. And they're up until 3 p.m. daily and just have a wonderful selection of um, good country cooking um, over at the State Farmers Market mm-hmm. restaurant. Of course, our seafood restaurant, you can just get um, any selection of Calabash-style seafood that you'd like. And um, either place you come, I would say come hungry. They're generous with their portions, and they don't let you leave hungry, that's for sure. Um, yeah. and. Yeah. You know, so many other wonderful places you can stop and grab a bite if you're um, looking for um, some sweets. We have our bakery here, and we have a lot of home-baked goods and folks that come out with cakes and pies, breads, pastries, all different sorts of things. And um, I know Super Bowl Sunday is tomorrow, in case nobody's heard. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a great selection of things to get ready for those Super Bowl parties, whether you're looking sausage or cheeses. Um, maybe making a fruit tray or a vegetable tray. Um, just so many things you can shop around the market and grab to get ready for Super Bowl. And um, I know everybody's looking forward to that. And Valentine's Day gifts galore. I think you could find anything here um, that you could possibly maybe want to get for your sweetheart or the special folks in your lives. That We have candies and um, the cakes, pies that I mentioned, fudge. We have some beautiful cut flowers here today um, that you can get a bouquet, and I think some of those guys are planning to be here maybe an extra day or two next week with some of the cut flowers. And we have a lot of crafts here um, today. In addition to all of our normal um, vendors with the produce, we have some different vendors with um, jewelry and um, handmade handbags and some clothing Um Soap, lotions, all that sort of thing, and just so many great things you can shop around and find. Sounds like a blast. Always is at uh, the State Farmer's Market, and uh, market shops have so many things. A 321 coffee. I can smell that right now. Mm. Yes, they, and that's a great place to stop in this morning and grab a cup of coffee while you're shopping around and of course, those strawberries, I didn't mention those mm. um, down in our farmer's area. Always a favorite thing for 
for Valentine's Day or those uh, strawberries, and those are the ones that are tunnel grown down near Rocky Point, and they have the best flavor. Yes, they do. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, we still have lots of apples, sweet potatoes, um, and you know it's it's Heart Health Month where we're we're talking about Rufus. Um, February is Heart Health Month, and you know sweet potatoes are really um of good meat or of good thing as a um source of good things for heart nutrition um, mm-hmm. to help your heart be healthy and strong. All the fruits and vegetables that we have out here, of course, are something to incorporate into that diet. I'm sure you're not hearing that, Rufus. Um, mm-hmm. Doctor's giving you that lecture. Well, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll put a little bit of kale on his hot dog. <laughs> yeah. Finish, <laughs> all that good stuff. <laughs> I've got to get out of here before they attack me with kale. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they're going to they're gonna get you addicted to it. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well. And we, we actually had, they just finished up, but we had a blood drive this morning. Um, uh-huh. And that's always something we always love to have out at the market um, for the community to be able to give back and come out and, and do that here and we hope to have them back again probably later in february so i'll try to let you guys know when that's coming up and so many wonderful things are crafted over beside the seafood restaurant um the kettle corn folks are open today the gourmet lemonade we have someone with their um, specialty barbecue sauces over there and of course those homemade baskets um, are always a favorite and you can grab one of those fill it up with some goodies maybe over in the market shops and Put together your own Valentine basket as a, a special treat. And again, um, the Hunter Pork Center just behind there, that's a great place to stop and shop for all of your pork products. Um, sausage would be a great thing to get maybe for the Super Bowl and make some sausage balls or, you know, whatever your favorite dish may be. And Super Sod is another place you, um, it's a good time of year to come out and start looking at that if you're looking at sprucing up your lawn or. Maybe you're needing to um, replace sod and, or your grass in some places. They'll help you figure that out. They have all the lawn care products you may need. And, of course, those um, compost bags that they sell down there. It's the time to be thinking about that and getting ready for spring because it's just around the corner. Boy, it sure is. We, um, you, you don't have much time to garden, do you, Monica? <laughs> I don't, but I love to get my hands dirty every chance I get. I love to I love to plant and watch things grow. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it, it can be a lot of fun, a very soothing um, thing to do. So uh, yeah. So Miss Monica, thank you so much for uh, for joining. Did we get every everybody in there? I think we got the majority. It's like I always tell folks, we can talk about it, but you've got to come out and see it. That's the mm-hmm. truth. That is the truth. It's a fun place to come and bring the family. Um, I'm down on the market right now as I'm talking to you, and I'm just seeing some families walking around, and um, we have a few picnic tables spread around, and they're grabbing their food and sitting out and enjoying this beautiful weather right. today. So yeah. take advantage of it. Is it overcast or, so, or is sun shining? Right now, the sun is out. All right. Um, so wow. Very good. <clears throat> okay. So it's a beautiful morning, and so, um, like I say, take advantage of it while we've got it. It's been kind of a gloomy week, it seems like, this past week. So yeah. today is 
definitely a breath of fresh air with the sun out and it being a little bit warmer today. So nice time to walk around. Yes, it is. Well, the State Farmers Market and uh, Raleigh, then they have the the best market manager in the country, mm-hmm. as far as we're concerned. Yes. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, well, thank you. I yes, ma'am. That. We we try to make it the very best. Yeah. Well, you do. You do. You do. They they made a. A fabulous choice. There's smart folks up there at the top of the ag, build, ag building, so um, they, they made a great choice. Uh, so, uh, Monica, you have a, a wonderful day. We always love talking to you. And you, too, come see us for here seven days a week. Yes, ma'am. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, Monica is just a delight. Uh, we'll, we'll, gosh, we only have half hour, half hour later a lift. What am I What am I saying? <laughs> Who is that guy? (laughs) We'll be back. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here along with Rufus Edmonston. He is not in in the uh, building with us but uh, he, he has is, left the building he has left the rufus <laughs> and elvis are one and the same but they uh, he is not in the building but he's um, with us um it, more in spirit and on the phone yeah that's right after a really a major operation uh replacing a heart valve but uh the technology now is just just amazing rufus how, how they did that it's just uh yeah uh, you're going to be apprehensive no matter what. Yeah, anytime they, they put you to sleep for a while. Take technology and not have to cut you open is just totally amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's going to take me a little while to get up to par, but I still feel, I, I can feel it already that, 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 that heart is open now and I'm breathing. Yeah, mm. well, well, that's a that's, that's a great. good thing. And I was... Boy, everybody's eyes lit up when they saw uh, on the board here, saw your name appear that you had called. Uh, We were certainly open, but uh, we didn't didn't know uh, how tired you would be. But you sound frisky this morning, I'll tell you that. Well, we've got got two very very, uh, pro doctors that are now familiar with the best, I told them, the the best radio show in America. Absolutely. (laughs) The most famous garden show. And the... I told them all about the Pam and also Phil and about you. <clears throat> I, I said, how does that work? I said, well, he said, do you get paid? <laughs> I said, well, no. Everybody no, wants to know sure if, you uh, how much, much money you're getting paid to do all these it's things. Secretary to- General. Yeah, and stuff. I said, we do it because we love it. That's right. Yep. And we love helping people. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we've left Betty hanging in there for the uh-huh. longest time. Betty, I apologize. You, are, oh, that's fine. Thank you. Yeah. It's all, always listening anyway. Yeah, well, <laughs> thanks so much. We don't, don't want you to get the cauliflower ear. So. How can <laughs> well, we help you? Rufus is doing better. Yeah, he's doing great. Well, I've got a question for him. I had a very nice backyard full of zoysia grass, and then we got a dog. And I know Rufus has had good dogs. So the dog has run a path through the zoysia as he chases the squirrels. Uh-huh. 
is there any kind of grass I could put down that dogs don't wear out as they're running? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I think the toughest is the Bermuda, but you don't want to mix in the Bermuda with the zoysia. No. Yeah. And and you certainly, I certainly don't want to mix in the uh, what I advocate all the time. <clears throat> but you you might just do this. I have a a friend, Rusty Mangum, who who has dogs that don't chase things. They dig up everything he planted, <laughs> and I kept saying oh. to Rusty, <laughs> I said, Rusty, go try some of the I Must Garden products, and he. He reported to me this week, and he may call in today to say that that works. You might sprinkle some of that along uh, the pathway to keep them out of that pathway. Yeah, that's the uh, the one. Uh, which one would he, would she use for the dog? Animal? I for think the, for the rabbit to keep the rabbits out. Right? Yeah, to they have squirrels and rabbits. For the rabbits and the dog. Yeah, I would just I would just put down the uh, the granular animal. That works for yeah, because uh, the dog would. I don't think the dog would like that. It's not going to hurt us. They're just herbs and spices, right? But uh, it's say, you know, because you're trying. It's chasing the squirrels and the rabbits, right? But so yeah. you gotta you gotta make him not him or her not want to run down that path. But, but I must garden does have a cat and dog repellent. Yeah. So if you wanted to put some, I, I mean, it depends. Is is the dog chasing the squirrels all over the grass, or is there a certain run? There's a certain run because uh, he goes to the tree where the squirrels run. Okay, oh, okay. He's going to catch them. Yeah. Well, then I would put Final some tree. dog, some of the dog and cat, I must garden repellent, maybe about 10 feet into that run and put some around the tree, and then okay. the dog will hopefully not go that way now a dog will chase a squirrel anyway Mm -hmm. so i would just go ahead and put the animal repellent out and then the squirrel hopefully will not go there yeah yeah what the squirrel what's happened is the dog has created what we call a path of desire um because he's used it so often and it becomes bare and the compaction even though the dog may be small the weight of the dog and the paws and that repetitive um tracking that has caused compaction. Now, if you want to restore your zoysia, one thing you can do is once the dog is no longer using that area, like Phil recommended, you can go in there and aerate that area to loosen it up. Um, and once that soil is less compacted, then hopefully the zoysia, you can put some more seed in and, and help restore that if you want to get your grass back. Or a couple of other things, uh, you could build a slate walkway or a brick walkway right for the or, dog or either or either what i was thinking about doing is just putting in some mulch and mm-hmm. making the dog a place to run to the tree uh-huh. and don't worry about your grass yeah. right and, you could right. just uh, put your bench over at the tree and have a seat and wait for the dog or you could <laughs> uh take the dog aside and sit down with them and, and <laughs> no, explain to them why they I just uh, do mulch yeah uh, no, just mulch okay. yeah or hardscape, I don't care. Yeah. Well, what, yeah. what do you say, Rufus? I'm, I'm saying that reminds me of pathways that cattle used to make around the side of a mountain. Yep. Right. They will follow a path of least resistance. Yeah. Like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah and then, I, I know people like that. 
And then if the yeah. squirrel goes away at some point, which it will, uh, and maybe one won't come back, then you you can get your grass back. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your help. Well, Betty, thank you very, very much for waiting so long, too, and, oh, and for listening yes, and everything. I, I enjoy your show always. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Have a good day. You, too. Bye. Boy, we're running out of time. Yeah, so uh, did Jasper uh, make paths in, in the yard, Rufus? Oh, he's just all over it all the time. Yeah. But but I, I like his paths. I, I, unlike Betty, I, I sort of got accustomed to him. Uh-huh. And would like to see him coming down that same path. Right. He, he would make a path when I would go down to get the paper every day. Yeah. He had his own little path to walk down there with. Him. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, absolutely. And now, now that we're getting getting me all fixed up, uh, Miss Linda and I will probably next week be going to the SPCA to pick us out a dog. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. One that has lucky a, dog. Yeah, absolutely a lucky dog. Uh, that's where that term came from. So uh, Paul is in Wendell. Paul, uh, of course, uh, called us from Hawaii a couple of times. Had man got up at two or three o'clock in the morning. Pam, yeah. he was working with a golf tournament over there yeah. at just to talk to us. How about that? Yeah. So Paul, uh, how are you this morning in Wendell? I'm doing just fine, Mike. How are y'all doing? Uh, we're doing uh-huh. very, very well, especially since Rufus is with us. Hey, did I hear that Rufus had a valve job? He yeah. he did. He had a valve and timing. How did the timing part of it come out, Rufus? <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. Yeah. I'm, hit, I'm hitting on well, all four now. Good. All cylinders. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you're on the med there, Rufus. Yep. I had, had a bovine valve put in. <laughs> I had requested oh, a chitlin, Paul, but they wouldn't give it to me. Yeah, they're, they're, I think they're too stretchy, Rufus. <laughs> too stretchy. So I actually do well, they do use them for slingshot. A slingshot with a chitlin. Oh man. <clears throat> yeah, so Paul. I do have a I do have a gardening question. I I got a little shed on the side of my of my shop. It's a tin roof, and it's underneath a pecan tree. And there was a bunch of leaves that had built up. I finally got them all off the roof. And I'm wondering if I can use that leaf debris um, to uh, put as like mulch on the top of my raised bed. Absolutely. Um, Because if that's just a a typical tin roof, that's not going to be nearly as as, uh, carcinogenic or, or as... Hazardous is using something, say, off of asbestos shingles. So, um, you know, carbon's carbon. And, yeah, I would I would definitely use it. Okay. Well, that answers that question. I got a mess of it. I've been getting my raised beds all ready to go here, and I'm getting excited about spring. And I also converted a listener at a, uh, at a hardware store this morning. A uh, lady who had a bunch of plants in her shopping cart, and she didn't know about the Weekend Gardener. And what? She put it into her phone, and she said, <laughs> That's terrible that she didn't Thanks know about it. Just think of uh, she's got she's got 39 years to, to make a week. And, and I don't know what, six, 700 uh, episodes are on, the, uh, on uh, Apple or Google or wherever you get podcasts. <laughs> 
those uh, pop out uh, every afternoon or af- whenever Jason gets them out there uh, later in the morning? Well, Mike, I don't have any control over it. I just tried to get Well, I appreciate you being the Pied Piper, but uh, that uh, she just doesn't know what she's missing is, is what well, I hope you told her, Paul. She will, she will find out next weekend. I'm That's sure. right. That's right. And I hope those doctors of uh, Rufus will be, uh, will be listening. Yeah, there you go. Uh, All right. Well, take it easy, everybody. Have a great thank day. you, Paul. Thank Appreciate you calling, sir. Good. And uh, Rufus, get on the men quick. Yeah, it sounds yeah, like he is. Well, thank you. I'm well All on right. the way. So, what time are they checking you out? I'm anxiously looking up at the. We, we're talking about high noon. I'm going to have a shootout at high noon. All right, that's fantastic. That's well, uh, is all of your entourage there. Well, Miss Miss Linda had a lot of folks that wanted to help, and thank you, Big John, for for calling and others. Uh, but Miss Linda can help it. She she's a uh, quite a quite a person. Yeah, she's the yeah, only one that knows is. how to handle you. Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. That's right. Ah, noon, way, man, I'll it, tell you. It is not too late for people to plant bulbs now. Somewhat, Spring flowering bulbs. Yeah, it's not too late. And, and uh, I've ordered uh, a lot of uh, lilies and things, Phil and Pam, from Breck, and they, they haven't come in yet. Now, I, I always remember that you your summer, I try to get late summer blooming lilies. And that's as soon as I get them. When you get your bulbs, get them in the ground right quick. But I think Phil will tell you that probably she has a few bulbs left. I, I saw in her little shed the other day. I helped myself. She's probably got some left. It, it's not too late. Yeah, it's not really. I mean, they'll come on up and they'll mm-hmm. bloom. I mean, they really will. So I would go. If I mean, don't it, fish, if they don't fish here. Yeah. Next year is heck will the next year. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> spring flowering bulbs. This, I mean, if you invest in it, our, our buddy Tom Campbell last year uh, invested, I don't know how many thousand he bought. <laughs> <laughs> he found him a deal or something. He must have given those, those things away to everybody in Raleigh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he bought about two bushels. Uh, I, with, I don't know. With he, 500 each in it. Yeah. yeah. Probably everybody who came to his house, <clears throat> he took back out there in the garage and said, I got I got something for you. So, uh, I swear. Yeah. It's just uh, bulbs are so neat. Yeah, we, they are. Yeah. They keep on giving. They mm-hmm. sure do. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we I can help them that. along. We can. I was telling. I think it was last week. I mentioned I for for this week, uh, this month, weekend gardener magazine. I wrote a little piece about people getting older and gardening, and and people that are disabled. Yeah, well, it's a beautiful article. This year, in digging digging my holes for bulbs, I used post hole diggers. I didn't have to get up on a shovel and lose my balance. And there's just any number of things now. I've got one of those little pruners, uh, Phil and Pam, that uh, it, it's a, a miniature <laughs> chainsaw. 
That is the cutest thing you've ever seen. Now, is that what you got? Uh, is that what you've ordered? No, I, I, um, I wanted to order a miniature chainsaw, but Mike likes the big one. So uh, as long as he'll <laughs> wield it, um, you know, I don't. Well, I don't you got mind. a, you got but an I've electric got a, hand pruner. It's a pruner. Yeah, I just um, got an electric pruner, and if it works out well, I'll have to share is that it, information. Is it the, uh, is it the chainsaw one? No, sir. This one's the just pruner. a. This is just a little pruner. It's That's a the neatest little kind of like the Felco thing, but electric. Yeah, but electric. Yeah, it's not three pounds, three <clears throat> pounds, and oh. it's just just. I my uh, Pam, I was up there before I went to the hospital for about an hour on on one charge. Wow. So how? That's great. How? Uh, who who makes this product, Rufus? That you have? Well, you've got steel. Okay. You've got yeah. A thing called. Uh, Minneapolis. Uh, uh, they range anywhere from one hundred and fifty dollars to to two fifty. So, it, so it is a chainsaw, but it's it's a smaller than it normal chainsaw. About a six, about a four to six inch blade, and, uh-huh. so, and the the more expensive ones have a little c- container for your oil. Mm. And right. the one that I got for four hundred and fifty dollars, you just Stick a little bottle of, of oil in your back pocket, and every once in a while, oil it. Uh-huh. And it's just—I I love the thing. I—I mm. I, I just—if you you cut a tree, then you want to—if it's something, it, it will cut limbs. Mine will, Pam, up to up to three to four inches. That's wow. great. That's great. So, the, and this is rechargeable. Yeah, <clears throat> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all those. I know uh, Gerald said uh, before he retired that they had were converting over to all rechargeable yeah. tools. Tools there, mm-hmm. lawnmowers, everything. So they're, they well, still have the problem with the motor. If if you don't use a a big chainsaw anymore than I do, and you crank it up once or twice here, it's just the devil to crank it. Yeah, yeah, because of, of the mixture, yeah. and you got to get the mixture yeah. just right, and you can't leave. You know that oil and and gas in there because mm-hmm. it'll it'll do all kinds of funny things. Uh, let's see if we can get in one more call here, William in Durham. William, good morning. Good morning to you. Good yes, morning. sir. How can we help you? Well, I have an invasive problem. Periwinkles are beautiful, but they are a mess. They have messed up all my daylilies and lilies. So. What did I do with the periwinkles? Because I've taken the lilies out. Those that are not infected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about uh, any any advice for William on that? I hate to say it, but um, you've got pretty much two choices. You can you can um, put down some kind of chemical on them when they when they are freshly newly growing uh what some people will do is mow over them and then when they start sprouting out again you know hit them then with some with a, a an herbicide or you can try to smother it um with you know like cardboard boxes and lots of mulch on top of it that's probably the least dangerous way to attack these um there are flamethrowers that you can use but Unless you get those roots, you know, out, it's hard to pull it up yeah. because every time yeah. a root breaks, it <clears throat> seems to want to go again. I will right. tell you, though, that I learned when I was in Australia that they plant periwinkle on hillsides around houses as a fire break. 
and they do the same thing with English ivy. And this is the reason that, you know, it's so prevalent, especially in a lot of older neighborhoods, is it does help retard the spread of, of fire. And, yeah. um, but, and it's, it's a beautiful ground cover. Um, right. It's a beautiful ground cover, but, uh, I think I'll listen to what you said about cardboard paper, try to smother it. Cause other than that, it shoots out in yeah. different places. Yeah. It, it can, it, it can really mess you up anything other than cardboard that would I, that he could I, use. That's probably the most available. Well, I, I think didn't he mention that he's got daylilies mixed in with it, and yeah, that's what he doesn't like. Well, I'm, 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 well, I'm digging the daylilies out. He's digging. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's, that that's what I did. And plant them I elsewhere. Daylilies out. That's a good I idea. Rounded up. I use Roundup on the. Well, I didn't want to use any chemical. Okay. Well, I, I, you might could use black plastic. You okay. could <clears throat> if you got some black plastic. Um, like you would use the cardboard, but you could, um, with a black plastic, you could maybe staple it around the edges and uh, uh-huh. cover that area pretty well, pretty cheaply. Yeah, that might be better. It might look better too, William. Talking about bags, like the bag. No, you can actually get a roll. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, a roll of black plastic. A lot of times you can get one hundred feet long, and then it, it unfolds. Yeah. Um and just uh roll it out and unfold it and staple it down. Yeah, you can you can buy them several several feet wide. You know, it's uh different sizes, and that might work. That might look better, and yeah. we'll do the same thing. Okay, maybe even better. All right. We appreciate you calling. Thank you very much for your information. Yes, Thank sir. All yep. right. Well, you have a great weekend. All right. Now that's the way. The lilies and all that. What area does he live in? Because I live in Durham, and I didn't know where what city he lives in. What city? Who lives in? Uh, the one who's giving the uh, uh, the other plants away. Oh, that something. was uh, that was Steve. That was Steve. He's yeah, in Garner. He's in Garner. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, Garner. Yeah. Find out where that is. That's right, south it's of Raleigh. yeah, south of Raleigh. It's almost in okay. Johnston County. Yeah. Okay. Thank well, you. William, thank you very much yes, for sir. calling us. Right. Yes, sir. Yeah. Bye bye. All right. Um, well, we got a couple of minutes left, so you're you're just kind of biding your time, Rufus. There, just um, keeping that bed warm for another couple of hours. <laughs> well, I'm already. I'm already dressed, my friend. Oh man! Oh, you, excuse me. Well, don't don't rest. I mean, don't uh, race out of the place now. <laughs> I was thinking of what William was talking about: things that are beautiful that harm you, harm a place otherwise. Like like the hell of the hell of Bory are getting in certain other areas, and 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 I've had to make a choice. Okay, <laughs> dig up the hell of Bory, but you have to. I think Periwinkle is very beautiful. But it's in, it can be very invasive too. Yeah. So that's that's a shame. You have to make a decision which do you want. Right. And I've certainly got enough hellebore <clears throat> to supply Wake County. <laughs> yeah, I need to get a few of those because I got a guy that wants a few. Well, honey, you can. We've got buckets. <laughs> I'll get I'll get uh, Palmer to get a few. Yeah. Okay. Good. <clears throat> hey, Rufus, I'm so glad you're better. I you am know too. what you said about. Uh, 
about having better breath and that sort of thing instantly. That was the way Carlton was. It happens so it it just kind of slowly comes on you and you don't realize it until it gets bad. And then when you get the surgery, it's like, wow, I was I couldn't believe that. So uh, it's great that you're doing well. Very blessed and had so many, so many wonderful friends who were concerned about me. And I'm, I'm just glad I have an outlet to let people know that I thank them. And there's nothing like having people that care about you. Well, a lot that's of people it. care about you. you who did. Yeah, well, that's uh, probably millions. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll uh, talk to you soon and uh, hopefully see you soon. And uh, you just do whatever Linda and the doctors tell you to do, right? Ten four. Ten yeah. four, good <laughs> buddy. All right. And Don't... be the kind of person your dog thinks you are. That's right. That's right. That's right. I, I, I'm sure you are. All right. Well, thank you, Brother Rufus, and uh, take care, Miss Pam. Thank you. Thank you very much for being here. It was just show was just too short today, and uh, and Phil, thank you. We're always so glad to to have y'all both on here, and glad to have our listeners. And God love you. We'll see you next week on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Jason, thank you, buddy. 